This is a night. This is the night I was created for. I'm gonna put on my best disguise and go knocking on everybody's door. This is a night. This is the night I'm gonna hit the streets. Cause this is a night folks are giving away so many good things to eat. If every night was a night to go trick or treat Trick or treat Wouldn't it be sweet Trick or treat Just a trick or treat Trick or treat Wouldn't it be sweet Trick or treat Just a trick or treat Trick or treat, <laughs> <laughs> Trick or treat, indeed. Kendall, will Isn't this, this sh- exciting? Oh, listeners are like, I don't know. Will this show be a trick or a treat? Or will it start out as a treat, but then they trick me and it's a trick? Or some variation of on that theme. Kendall, Halloween. We've got something for everybody. Wow. We are, and we're ready. It's not quite Halloween yet, but it's a few weeks left. But, you know, we here at the Rye Blossom Plaza Strip Mall, we are giving everybody in Busheltown a chance to rehearse. Did anybody else watch that HBO show, The Rehearsal, where they got to rehearse everything? See, this is like that. We're letting everybody rehearse trick-or-treat tonight. So if you have some problems with your costume, some kinks you gotta work out, maybe you're going as one of the kinks from that band and you wanna get your look really right, or maybe you you know thought of some new fun phrases to add to trick-or-treat that don't involve smelly feet, please. I'm tired of that. So, you know, <laughs> you, this is the time to try those out. Well, I think it's a wonderful idea to, to do that. Like, and you know, you could play around with saying treat or trick. You can, you know, do all kind of different things. It's The world is your oyster. Trade or trick, suck my... No, you got to work on that, Kendall. We want good, family-friendly <laughs> rhymes. Well, that's, that's why we've got time. We've got time to practice now. So so we can work it out. We'll work out some different things during the show, try to figure out what we want to do. And I'm glad but, it's um, not Halloween night because there's been some sort of costume miscommunique betwixt us. The core four here at the show. Um, Me, you, and Mrs. Potterbutter, but a term Mr. Snodbottom. You three are wearing the wrong thing. Cliff, I thought it was very clear we were going to start using the whiteboard in the break room to write down like notes of what was going to happen, what we're going to do, and we all, the three of us, got the memo. Uh, well, somebody, I don't know who, might be a clean freak, must have wiped the whiteboard off before I got a chance to get the update. I'm still dressed as the Tin Man. Look at me. I'm braving whatever happened to the original Tin Man in the Wizard of Oz movie, Buddy Epson. Remember he had to go to the hospital because of his Tin Man makeup? I might be suffering that same fate, Kendall, as an authentic-looking Wizard of Oz Tin Man. While you are, you oh. look like, I don't even, some sort of weird uh, hillbilly god. I don't know. Who are you? Well, first of all, that does explain your swelling. I am, of course, none other 
the, I say, I say, Colonel Sanders. Because oh. we're all we're all supposed to be fast food characters, Cliff. I'm Colonel Sanders. You can see Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Mrs. Snodbottom. They are dressed up in their what? fast food best. Oh, I thought he Bozo and Pippi Longstocking. But no, uh, no, oh, I guess. Oh God, Cliff! No, it's Ronald McDonald and Wendy. All right, that does make sense. And you, as Colonel Sanders, makes a lot of sense because of how greasy you are, like a fried chicken. You've gone that extra <laughs> well, I have mile. to be careful. I have to be careful not to stand too close to Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turn. They think I'm Dave Thomas, the founder of Wendy's, and she's my daughter. Uh, well, you know, you know how into their characters they often get. But what is this show about? We've set the scene. I'm about to sing If <laughs> I Only Had a Heart. And you're about to do whatever you're going to do. And I'll say, I'll say, another foghorn leghorn. I got 13 uh, spices and <laughs> secret spices over here. Cliff. Um, we, we're talking, of course, about trick-or-treating. I mean, we're, we talked about how we're rehearsing all the trick-or-treating going on here. So we're talking about tips and tricks and hist- uh, history and hacks for trick-or-treating. And then later we're going to talk about some costumes. Oh, Kendall, don't you just... <sighs> One of the great Halloween traditions, the trick-or-treat in costume through the town. Who doesn't love it? Sorry, I, I missed the first part of what you said. I was looking at something. I, I got distracted by that other costume over there. That is the most fun costume I've ever seen on a little kid. Did you see that? He's like a transformer, and he just like can stand up, and he like does, and he like lays down, and he, and he rolls like a car. Oh, I thought that was some kind of new fancy vacuum, one of those self-driving vacuum cleaners, but I guess it's a kid. Oh, maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know what the kids are into these days, Cliff. I don't um, Who does? I, We're gonna in s- our day, it was Transformers. <laughs> that, aren't trans- they're evergreen, aren't they? You know, kids, they're into this mostly the same old shit. Sonic the Hedgehog, the Transformers, Super Mario, all the same stuff. Kendall, society has not advanced that much. In fact, it's regressed <laughs> quite a bit. <laughs> well, you know... Um, there was some, uh, I saw some kids on TV and they were like really into retro and they're like, oh, kids today, they're really into retro stuff. And I was like, don't that, we are still looking for that stuff that we like to buy. Don't, don't go like making a big run on this stuff. Cause then we won't be able to find our favorite things like VHS tapes and you know, whatever. Kids quit bogarting all the VHS tapes. Come on. Kids, kids, anyway, kids, back, kids, back to the matter at hand, Cliff. We're talking about trick or treat. And first of all, let's get right into the history let's of trick get, or treating. And I'm about to ring the doorbell on the history of trick or treating, Kendall. And I want you to answer that and fill us in. Ding dong. Oh, who's there? Cliff, <laughs> the Celts. You know, the Celts, that's where it all comes from, really. That's where the. The traditions of Halloween really started, and I gotta say, like they knew what they were doing. They brought they brought some great traditions that we still celebrate every year, and one of them is trick or treating. And you know, it's it's said that the dead would return, and that people would to to stay away from like the evil spirits. They would dress up in like animal skins and things, and that's kind of where the dressing up as characters came from. And they would leave little uh, little things out for the ghosts to appease them, and that's where the 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 treats come from, you know, all kind of great things like that. But also just the term trick-or-treating. Nobody really knows who coined it. <gasps> it but it did, it was firmly established in American pop culture in the, in 1951 when trick-or-treating was depicted in the Peanuts comic strip. See, they brought the, the phrase trick-or-treating to the mainstream. To the masses, they did. Now, possibly Charles Schultz himself, he read it 
and it was first, according to a YouTube video that I watched, folks, could be they maybe just made it up and I believed it. I don't know. But according to them, believe everything you read <laughs> or see on a three minute YouTube video about trick or treating <laughs> history. But I feel like I did my homework. And they said that, like you, nobody really knows who coined the phrase. Like Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn, she coined the phrase to coin a phrase. But nobody really knows who coined the phrase trick-or-treat, but it did. One of the first appearances was in this uh, Alberta trick-or-treating column in 1927. So maybe a young Charles Schultz was visited by the Great Pumpkin that very night. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Or three ghosts. (gasps) Who knows? Who knows? One of the ghosts was probably... Charles Dickens and Mrs. Charles Lindbergh. <laughs> well, you know, Cliff, um, um, speaking of, uh, I, I don't know where I was going with that transition, but, you know, the Great Depression. And speaking of depression, so Cliff. So depressing. The Great oh. Depression. Um, that That's kind of when, like, vandalism started and kids would, like, run amok, amok, amok in the streets and... And they would, like, stack furniture and block streets for people to get through. All this mischief they were into. And they finally were like, you know, we got to do something about all these unruly children. And so that, that's why they, like, started the idea of, like, giving out candy and, and saying, like, oh, you need to go door to door and ask for candy instead of getting into mischief. And it just kind of stuck. People fell in love with it. No, you won't fool the children of the revolution. No, you will you if you've got sugar. Fool the children of the. If I only had a heart. Oh, Kendall, sorry, I've just caught a <laughs> glimpse of my <laughs> reflection, and I'm such a good tin man sitting in here. With, with you look like a reject from the Southern Baptist Convention, <laughs> but we're going to make it a, a good show anyway. And you, I, there's some kids out there that Transformers gone, but look, there's a Scooby-Doo and some sort of Pokemon out there rehearsing oh, their trick-or-treat. I think that's a minion. I don't think that's a Pokemon. Oh, I can't. it's yellow. What's the difference? I don't know. It's too hard to keep up with all the stuff kids have today. <laughs> it's just too hard. <laughs> Oh, goodness dear, you both look so wonderful, except I'm having trouble finding out what restaurant you're from, dear. Oh, yes, Cliff Boy. Are you a Swanson's TV dinner wrapped in foil, boy? Oh, oh, No, I am the Tin Man from The Wizard of Oz because Kendall somehow wiped off the whiteboard in the discussion phase and I never got the update that we were not doing the Wizard of Oz. I thought y'all were going to be Dorothy and the Scarecrow and all that. Oh dear, well, you still look wonderful. Well, thank you. A wonderful costume, even if we're not part of the same group. Right. And you could be a condiment bottle. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. You look like a salt shaker boy. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, well. I've been assaulted fine. with that costume. Well, um, I wish I had some pepper spray. <laughs> so, now, and you guys look great. Now, you are obviously Wendy and Ronald McDonald. Oh, so, um, yes. You know, I love eating the hamburgers. I I won't let the hamburger take them. <laughs> Not for me, boy. Oh, dear, no. <laughs> what? Yes. Uh, well, have you had your break today, Mr. Snodbottom? <laughs> and what's the... Oh, <laughs> Mrs. Potter, Butter, Butter, Turn. Where's the beef? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, yeah. I remember that ad campaign. Oh, now, you boys, you're almost out of candy for this trick-or-treat rehearsal. Do you want me to get some more peppermints from my yes, store? Yes, yes. 
Yes. <laughs> Always out of cane. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I got so excited at the notion of more cane. Uh, well, yeah, maybe we could do better than, you know, peppermints and gumdrops. Couldn't we? I mean... Oh, is that a, what he said? I got too ahead of myself. I don't know, but... Let's go for Reese's Pieces and Snicker Bars. Oh, dear. Oh, dear, I'll have to see if we can find yes, some of those. We may have to walk down to the Walgreens across the street, sugar lump. I hope they're not sold out. Oh, dear, well, we'll have to go now. We'll go over quickly before all the candy's gone. You better go now because, you know, it's a couple weeks till Halloween and that handy that candy is going to sell out. Well, it's probably quickly. sold out for the rehearsal tonight. That's what, you it know, so they got it. Better could get down be. there. Could be. I hope Walgreens hasn't hiked up their prices, you know, in the oh, gouge of Goodness, dear Wall. Come oh. on, dear. Let's, we're going to head down and get some more candy, dear. Let's <laughs> eat that out. <laughs> oh, oh you know, yeah. I, I could go for a lot more candy. I didn't even recognize Crockpot when she came in. I didn't tonight. see her. Where is she? That's a, she's over there. She's wearing that camouflage outfit, <gasps> like the the hiding. You know those that that special breed of army people that hide and stuff. She's got that on, and that's why you barely even saw. Her. I saw because she's moving. I didn't see anybody over there. I thought that was just a wall of Jake Gyllenhaal photos, but she's no. camouflaged right in. She's in. Yeah, she's in hiding. I don't know. She must be dating one of those army guys, I guess, or gals. Wow. Wow. We need one of those wow. so when Mrs. Wow. Potter Butter Butter Turn and Mr. Snodbottom are wanting us to do something, we can just put it on and hide in the corner. Just hide in the corner. Just hide in the corner. Kindle, in the corner. Instead of what we normally do, do a show. <laughs> now, trick or treating, Kendra, I feel like we've, you know, well, back in the old days, it was called a soulin'. Did you tell us that? A soulin'? Because they uh, were I don't think asking I necessarily for said soulin', but they had the little soul cakes. Soul cakes, yeah. They were begging for a soul cake, and in exchange for, they would pray for the souls. Of the dead people from that house. That's, it was a whole big thing, Kendall. Uh, uh, uh. And that was the sound of the dead souls coming out. That was a uh, horrible grave opening, Kendall. <laughs> it's now, time for those graves to be popping open. What else about trick-or-treating? Do you have any tips or hacks now that we've firmly established its history? I do. I do, oh, indeed. Good. Well, Oh my God! If if I could get a word in in the front in the middle of all those belches, um, <laughs> those were ghosts. So just just starting off easy, just easing into the tips. Let's and ease in. Don't go too fast. I d- you know I don't want to spook people. But um, you know. I'm sure we've talked about this before, but you have to make sure you have a really big bag for candy or you have multiple bags you know you have to work this out ahead of time those little cute trick-or-treat pumpkins are fun and all the little plastic ones but they don't hold any candy you either need like a big pillowcase or something else that i've seen some people talking about online is you can get like a gift bag from like target or something like 59 cents whatever and then you can decorate your trick-or-treat bag for your kid or for yourself if you're going to go trick-or-treating make it whatever you want it to be it can go with your costume or you know and that doesn't sound fun crafting it it does sound fun and more so than the fun that it sounds i'm glad you brought it up because of course listeners you're asking yourselves does cliff have a new halloween single out that he's gonna release on this episode the answer is yes and it is themed around I think it was around what Kendall was just talking about. I've already forgotten what he was saying, but I think Me too. he was talking about where you put your candy, right? And I've got a new Halloween single called Treat Sack, and it's dropping later this episode. Kendall, get ready to dance your pains away to the sounds of Treat Sack. Oh, I can't wait. I got to get a Treat Sack. Oh, I got to get a Treat Sack to put the Treat Sack song in. 
You're gonna. Oh, speaking of, uh, we have been giving away. I had a coupon, so I had a better, you know, a gross of those uh, CD singles made up of treat sack. We've been giving them away to trick or treaters. Now they really screwed it up. Maybe because I had a coupon. Do you think they did it intentionally? Because I dared use a coupon. Of course. But they screwed it up because the way that the stuff printed, my name's not on it, and it, you can't tell who's singing it, and the picture is just sort of of a big mouth full of chocolate. But it's still the song, and I expect these free giveaways, these freebies, you know, the Kindle, that's the way people get to the top. Freebies. They're giving away freebies. And I'm hoping some record execs are going to come through with their kids rehearsing for trick-or-treat night, and they're going to get one of my CD singles. I can see we're giving away a lot because the stack is much shorter than it was earlier. Treat sack. Well, Cliff, I, I think some people did think those were chocolate CDs because they were thinking, oh, look, it's candy. But well, once they start chewing on it, they will realize that it is not, in fact, chocolate. And they will put it in their disc mans, and they're going to rock, Kendall. <laughs> you better hope so. that those, those music uh, executives that are rehearsing the trick-or-treat with their kids have a CD player at home. They're going to, Kendall. What the fuck year is this? We're not living in the Jetsons' age. Of course they have a CD player at home. And, Kendall, they're going to say, once they put the disc into their disc man... I got a rock, which is, a, as we know, is an allusion to the Great Pumpkin when Charlie Brown, he would get a rock and he would say, I got a rock after each trick-or-treat round. I got a rock. Right? It, it's all going to become full circle when they open up the treat sack, open up the treat sack. Yes, Kendall, treat sack coming later in this episode. Can't wait. We got a little preview just then, I'm, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. Well, Cliff, uh, that was a, a long ad for your music there, but uh, another big tip for Halloween. So a lot of people, you know, like in, in my neighborhood, they, people just don't get into it like I wish they did. You know, people, nobody comes to trick-or-treats. I don't care if you have the door open, you have like ghosts jumping out, nobody comes right. to the door. So yep. if you have that kind of neighborhood, pack your shit up and go to a good neighborhood that has like the big candy bars and tons of people. Like go where the, go where the getting's good. Get where they get exactly now, Kendall. I want you, this one is especially to you, Kendall, because when you've got that big ass treat sack, you're gonna be lugging behind. I can see you with like one of those big, a leaf size garbage bag just dragging that around. But the shoe fits, wear it, kids. And Kendall on trick or treat night, walk from house to house, do not run. Your costume was gonna get screwed up, you're gonna drop your treat sack, and <gasps> you know. The truth of it is, whenever you are in a big hurry and you're hurrying, you just fuck shit up. Am I right, Kendall, or am I right? <laughs> that is the story of my life. Yeah. So <laughs> if you just say, hey, I'm in a hurry, I'm, I'm, I am I got to get there, but I'm going to be deliberate and slow about my trick-or-treating, and you will arrive safe and you'll enjoy the candy. You'll be alive the next day to enjoy all that candy in the bottom of your 90-gallon treat sack. But what if you're dressed up as, like, The Flash or something? you got to go real fast. <laughs> That's You need some kind of, uh, you know, uh, sparklers or something to Im, you know, give an <laughs> illusion of quickness. Gendo, um, um, um. and also I want people to know, use a crosswalk. For God's sake. Do you see these people not in the crosswalk? Are they like, act, they're acting like they're the grass is where they should walk or the road? No. Crosswalk. Well, that just goes for every day. Where the, use a crosswalk. Don't just walk through the street or anywhere else. Every day. Um, 
Cliff, now, one thing you need to do is, like, if you're dressed in makeup or, or latex or whatever, you've glued to your face, make sure you take that off soon after you're done trick-or-treating. Don't let it sit on there too long while you eat all your candy and then fall asleep into a coma. Taken from personal experience, it's really hard to get that shit off the next morning. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Very true, Kendall. And what I want people to really think about, though, is where, where their faces are all made up and they've got the things glued down and they're walking on the crosswalk. Are you in a well-lit area and are you wearing light-colored clothing with something reflective? Because, Kendall, you know these boozed-up drunk drivers on Halloween night They've all had, you know, a gallon or two of witch's brew, and they just get behind <laughs> the wheel, and they have stuff glued to their faces, too, and they're, and they're too wasted Can't see. to even think about it. So you best be having something reflective. So at the last second, this booze hound, uh, you know, they, they'll swerve away, and you'll live to see Thanksgiving. Yeah, you got, you got to be visible. That's very important. Uh, you also, you know, it's good to go in a group of people, like in a group costume, like we're doing. So you're, you know, it's safety in numbers. Safety. Safety. Oh, and you know, a lot of people, they think, oh, it's Halloween. I got this jack-o'-lantern. I need an open flame to go with my jack-o'-lantern. But don't, don't do that because that's dangerous. You can put a little like flickering tea light in there, like a little, um, you know, like a little battery-operated tea light or something, or they sell things that go in pumpkins. Don't don't use open flames in your costume. No, don't put them in your costume. A lot of people, you know, a really popular costume is to go as an old-timey Christmas tree where you have all the lit candles on yourself. But I want to just tell you, don't do it. Well, Cliff, you know, I thought everybody knew that, but I thought I should say it, because this year Charles wanted to go as Burning Man, even though I told him that's not a thing. He was like, no, I'm going to be on fire. And I was like, you can't, it's not safe, and you're not coming in our store. Uh-oh. Although I like the sound of that last part. But, Kendall, I do want people to, you know, think about this, because you may come into contact with some bozos, not people dressed as bozo, but loonies who are dressed as Burning Man. So make sure your costumes are... Flame retardant, Kendall. That's a good point. Test them out. Throw them in the fireplace at home before you go out and make sure. <laughs> Light it up and see if it lights up. If it doesn't, you're good. Yeah, and you know, a lot of people go for authenticity, which is all well and good until some nut who wants an authentic-looking ninja cop costume comes along and just slices you right in half. So... Remember this, swords, knives, and similar costume accessories should be soft and made of flexible materials. Come on, ninjas. That's a good point. And these days, don't, don't even, don't, I don't care if it's fake or real, don't carry a gun. No, no, <laughs> be more creative. Idea. Yeah. Push yourself. Um, what would Annie carry this day? Would, would Annie get your uh, law book instead of a gun? <laughs> I love it. Uh, you know, Cliff, look at that little kid over there. You, I, I know that costume because I've seen people do it before. She's a yeah. serial killer. She's dressed up as a big box of cereal, killing people. Oh, that's in poor taste. Uh, should I go tell her? Should I go? Should people correct others when they see bad trick-or-treating choices? Kendall, what do you think? Cliff, why? You ask me. You do it all the time. You've already decided. <laughs> so, yes, you should stop her. 
Well, but we're close. I'm not close to whoever this is over there. I feel like it's my duty to correct you and all the many, many, many ways you're constantly screwing things up. <laughs> but this girl... I, I just... I bring excitement to your life, having to correct so many things. It would be real dull if everything was just, like, perfect all the time. and It would be. You know, people were just calling Charles Lindbergh a man. Like, you'd have no spice of life. I got 13 spices over here. It's finger-licking good. Oh, and all that leaves me asking one thing. Are you talking to me? Me, 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 me. Me talking to me? Me, me, me. Are you talking to me, Kendall? Oh, I am. I certainly am, Cliff. And here's my first thing I'm talking to you about. All right. Here's my quote. What's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act, who is running up the stairs when she should be running out the front door. Oh, was that Scream? It was. Oh. Scream. But you got it correct. Ah. <laughs> Kendall, here I am, slaving away over a hot stove, making cookies, making Swedish meatballs, and for what? A man who doesn't appreciate me. For a man that can't even wash one fucking dish. For a man who isn't even a man at all where it counts, if you get my drift. Uh, death becomes her. Oh, no, Kendall, but death did become her, the bride of Chucky. Uh, I, I just pictured Meryl Streep talking to um, him saying, like, a man, a real man. I, I, a real man, flaccid. 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 Yeah. When a man's jawbone drops off, it's time to reassess the situation. Was that... Coco? <laughs> Noco. Noco. <laughs> so that, was, that was the judge from The Frighteners. Ah, but can you see why I said Coco? Because that guy with who's a skeleton the whole time. I can. Right. I can. There were skeletons in Coco. Your Honor, it was a perfectly normal response. <laughs> All right. The brain you stole, Fritz. Think of it. The brain of a dead man waiting to live again in a body I made with my own hands. With my own hands. Uh, uh, was that brain an Abby Normal brain? Was that young Frankenstein? Uh, so close, Kendall, but you've got to grow up. It was regular (laughs) Frankenstein. Uh, Oh, well. It's a lie. Oh, well. Mr. Whiskers dreamed about Bob. He fell in a manhole. He dreamed about Nassau the day he got knocked unconscious. Mr. Whiskers, that was the cat who stole Halloween. <laughs> no, that was the weird girl from Frankenweenie. Oh, all right. Well, listen to this one, weenie. All right. Well, some people have swimming pools. Others have private cemeteries. It can happen. Clip was that from the Haunted Mansion movie? Twas, twas. That's one I know, and I can't wait for the new one that's coming out. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis is going to be Madame Leota. Jamie so Lee. Listen to me. You are never to return here. You are to stay away and tell no human about this place, or I will track you down and suck every ounce of blood from your body until you look like a deflated whoopee cushion. Oh, that must be something from Bozo's Halloween Nightmare. 
So close, Cliff. That was Hotel Transylvania. And you wake up in the Hotel Transylvania. All right. Such a bloody place. (laughs) (laughs) He's got to pick this one. He's got to. I don't see how a pumpkin patch can be more sincere than this one. You can look around and there's not a sign of hypocrisy. Nothing but sincerity as far as the eye can see. Oh, Cliff. Hmm. What was that one? It was the, of course, it was the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Oh, yes, it was. It's the most sincere pumpkin patch in all the land. Um, Cliff, that's all the ones I've got for you. That's all the ones I've got. Poor Voo, Kendall. Good, I'm not talking to you anymore. I'm not talking to Boo, 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 Boo. <laughs> that's what it should have been. I'm not talking to Boo, Boo. Oh, so much fun. Oh, so much fun, Kendall. Oh, look, there are so many trick-or-treaters out there. We've got to go. I don't, they've gone out to look for other candy, I guess. We've got to find something to give these kids in costumes, Kendall. What have you got stashed? Ooh. Uh, nothing. Uh, we got to go to the stock room. There must be bad okay. something back there. Oh, we'll we'll find something, and we'll be right back. All right. Hey, you've made it this far into the show. It'd be a shame to give up now. Cliff and Kendall will be right back after the break. Look out, because this Halloween, Toys R Us is your Halloween headquarters. <laughs> You'll find every trick or treat under the moon. A monstrous selection of costumes and a dungeon full of decorations. At prices so low, you'll howl. So this Halloween, bring the entire family to Toys R Us for a Halloween selection so huge. It's scary. (laughs) And now, welcome back to the show. Penguins, penguins, penguins. The witching hour is about to begin. Late on Halloween night, I will get a fright. I need you to hold me and give me all of your candy. As I go from door to door. Uh oh, hello. I need you to give me more. Trick or treat, ma'am. Tonight you're gonna feel the heat. Here's a piece. Are you kidding me? When I go trick or treat. Open up your treat sack. Open up your treat sack. I'm ready for a midnight snack. So open up your treat sack. Open up your treat sack. Open up your treat sack. I'm ready for a midnight snack. So open up your treat sack. Open up your treat sack. Open up your treat sack. I'm ready for a midnight snack. So open up your treat sack. Kendall, don't you think that new song of mine that which debuted during the break is gonna just burn up the Halloween charts? Somebody call Billboard. Oh, it's it's burning up the charts, all right, Cliff. Oh, it's so catchy, dear. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's going to burn up the charts like a, a witch being burned for witchery. So it's my 
I think you should put it on the store on a loop I, for the for the rehearsal trick or treat. Oh well, that's a good idea. That's it. We'll get down to that. We'll get down to business to that right afterward. Now, get luckily, we got those. Get down to that. Oh, luckily, Kendall, we you know Mrs. Potter, but a butter and Mr. Snowbottom, they brought some candy from Walgreens because we were trying to give those kids those you know cans of pumpkin, and they were not. You know, I thought they were very Halloween themed for something that we just found in the stock room, but the kids did not look. Well, I thought it was, I thought it was really rude that one kid threw the can at you. I, I mean, even if it's a can of pumpkin, you should at least be respectful. Very respectful. Luckily, it only knocked some of those rocks of yours off the the display stand. But Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Church, they hit my rocks. We know that all times of year, including Halloween time, is a time. For etiquette. And I was wondering if you had any tips. You know, we love tips and hacks. Do you have any Halloween etiquette tips and hacks to share with everyone? Dear, I think it's wonderful etiquette of you to ask. Because, yes, of course I do, dear. Let's see. First off, dear, make sure that as if you're a trick-or-treater, be polite. People might give you candy as a special treat, but make sure you're doing everything right. Say thank you. Don't run across their yard and knock over their gnomes, dear. Be very respectful when you go down their their walkway, dear, and, and say please and thank you. That's one. That's very oh, yes. important. Oh, Sugarloaf, do you remember that little r- rapscallion who knocked over our beloved gnome last Halloween? Oh, yes, dear, that's the one I'm telling this whole etiquette tip about for. Oh, I have no idea. Also, don't be greedy, dear. If someone has a bowl out and says, please take one or two pieces of candy, take one or two pieces of candy. Don't take the whole bowl. There you go. Good advice. Um, Pigs. Oh, dear. Also, if you're going to be around a lot of small children, maybe you shouldn't make your costume too scary. It might be too much for the little ones. Oh, yeah. Maybe. I'll, I might have to be scary anyway. Oh, Kendra, you're always scary. <laughs> oh, ouch. Dear, if you are going to be in a neighborhood that has a lot of people that have special needs, like allergy-free treats or needed or things like that, maybe it might be a good idea to have some of those on hand as well. Mm, uh, maybe not. I'm sticking to the snicker bars. Oh, and dear, please, if you are done giving out candy for the night, it's best to turn your light off so people don't continue to come and knock on the door. There you go. To quote Nelly Furtado, turn off the light. Turn them off. Well, that those are some good good etiquette tips. Uh, we'll have to. Those to were. That. I wrote several down, so I'll share my notes with you later, Kendall. Oh, all right. We've got to be going, boys. Uh, you know, Funky and Opie, they're out rehearsing their own trick-or-treats, and we've got to rehearse going to their candy. Well, you'll have some well, time to rehearse later. Now, we've got... Something much more yes. pressing. Right now, we need you guys to stay in here for a little segment we call... Do you want to hear something weird? Oh, dear, that's terrifying oh, for Halloween. No, I don't... No, not, not on rehearsal trick-or-treat tonight, boy. <laughs> Breathe no. into this paper bag, Mr. Snodbottom. You'll get through it. I think you're hyperventilating. Hey, hey you're going to be fine. All right, Kendall, do you want to start us off with something weird? I uh, sure will. A small northwest Iowa city of Sheldon planned to make the opening of a time capsule one of the centerpiece events of its 150th anniversary this weekend, but it ran into a slight problem. Wonder what? No one knows where the time capsule is buried. 
They lost it. Oh, They're trying no. to find the instruction on actually where it's at before we start just start digging, said the Chamber of Commerce director. We think we know where it is, but to dig up concrete in the park where we have such a big event going on, we're just postponing that a little bit later this year because they, you know, they want to make a big fuss over anything. Oh, Iowa, when will you ever learn? When will you ever learn? Where have all the time capsules gone? Long time hidden. Daffodil, do you remember when we buried that time capsule outside of the Potabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabutabut
I, I'm so, well, I think it's great. Like, of all the places in the bottom, I mean, if I dropped something and went looking for it, I would never find it. But some random scuba diver comes along, it's like, oh, there's a lost phone. Don't you hate when you drop something and it and you're watching it and it still disappears and it's like it's gone into another dimension, just falling through a world. Yes. Have you seen, have you experienced That's this? When I drop anything. Yeah. I, I, yes, I'll, I'll drop a screw when I'm working on something. I'll, I'll hear it and I'll look and I'm like, where the heck did that go? It had. It has to be in this room. Yeah. Yeah. It's X Files kind of stuff there, Kendall. <laughs> what else is weird? I've got something. In case you're asking, a woman I'm asking. walked into a North Dakota bar carrying oh my, a raccoon, leading health officials to warn everyone who came into contact about possible rabies. Exposure, guys. Oh, heavens above. Bartender. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's true, though. Bartender Cindy Smith said she was serving drinks at the Maddox Bar last week when a local resident brought in the animal during happy hours. Sounds like someone was a little bit too happy. There were about 10 <laughs> people so in the saloon at the time, she said, and Smith said she immediately asked the woman to leave, but instead this woman took the raccoon around the bar to show another customer brazenly spitting in the face, metaphorically, of this bartender. And the woman eventually departed with the animal after about five more minutes. Uh, Cindy Smith says, we finally got her out with it, and that's all that happened. It never left her arms even one time, and there was absolutely no biting. Now, in case you're wondering, Maddox is a town of about 500 people, located uh, 85 miles or so from the Canadian border. Rabies is a viral infection that affects mammals, including humans. And in an alert issued Tuesday, North Dakota's Health and Human Services Department is asking anyone who may have been bitten or had contact with the raccoon saliva to seek medical care. Because rabies is such a serious disease with a nearly 100% fatality rate. 100% fatality rate? Kelly, did you have any idea that that was the near re fatality rate of rabies was 100%. Well, I, I only knew that because once I got, when I was working at PetSmart, I got bit by a mouse that was on a, a sticky pad it, and I thought rabid. I had rabies. No, I thought I had rabies. I was terrified uh, and I was like looking up. Um, but yeah, that is terrifying. Keep your raccoons well, out of happy hour. What would Sam and Diane have done at Cheers if that had happened? They would not have cheers to that raccoon. Um, I got one more for you. They would have said, this is weird. Oh, yeah, we really should be weird. getting to the children. Oh, yes. Well, I've got a lot of candy to hand out. It is rehearsal night for trick or treat spot. Well, here, I'll take two of those candies, and I'll tell you the story real quick. One more. <laughs> so, um, this uh, this Chinese, uh, Chinese man was trying to, I guess, collect pine nuts, and he had decided to attach hydrogen balloons to a chair, right? And the, as he's picking the pine nuts, the chair gets out of control and he goes into the air, flying through the air with these balloons. And people started looking for him. They tried, they got him on, on his phone, on his cell phone. And they were like, oh, well, you need to start releasing some air from those balloons so you can come down. Anyway, the guy was up there for two days <laughs> floating around oh. on this chair balloon. And uh, it took him like I said, another day after they told him how to deflate it to actually get to the ground. And he uh, like landed close to the border of Russia. He was like all the way, far away away. It's like Gonzo in the Muppet movie. Oh, uh, what a 
terrible nightmare. That could be a horror movie to be stuck up in the air in a balloon. Shouldn't it be? Patent pending, patent pending. Don't you think? Yeah, but also fun. What fun, though? <laughs> Secretly lots of fun. <laughs> Oh, dear, well, we're really gonna, we're gonna go now, dear. We're gonna go check with the children to make sure they have all their candy. Yeah. Oh, yes. All right, sugar lump. Well, keep on doing whatever this is you're doing in here, boys. Good luck with everything. <laughs> all right, well, thanks, guys. Oh, they, quick. I'm glad that they, yeah, they did leave a few candies over here, so that's good. Oh, I know. Well, that was, that was weird, all right. That was very weird. So... Oh, God, so weird. I hope our listeners can cool down, like at the end of a oh. sweat into the oldies What are you talking about? It was too weird. They that. turned off. <laughs> <laughs> they probably passed out from weirdness. It was my... I wouldn't blame them. Guess. Uh, I wouldn't either. Probably show up as a weird news item on some other episode that all the <laughs> listeners of this one passed out from weirdness. But, Cliff, we're moving on now. We're moving on to... Like a like for a trick or treater from one house to yeah. another. We're moving, moving on. Moving on to the next house. We're gonna talk about costumes now. A person should always choose a costume which is in direct contrast to her own personality. Is Linus taking me to the party? That stupid blockhead of a brother of mine is out in the pumpkin patch making his yearly fool of himself. Boy, is he strange. But maybe there is a gray pumpkin. Every year, Linus misses tricks or treats. And then the Halloween party. He'll never learn. Do I get to go trick or treating this year, big brother? Sure, Sally. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, how do we do it? All you have to do is walk up to a house, ring the doorbell, and say tricks or treats. Are you sure it's legal? Of course it's legal. I won't want to be accused of taking part in a rumble. Costumes. Kendall, when you think to yourself, what were some of your... Now, you costume it up as an adult all right, the time. Right, right. So, for you, I need it to be, you know, separated I want to know your favorite costumes as a child and as an adult. Well, so I didn't, I didn't have the same kind of like um, veracity of of dressing up when I was a kid as I did when I became an adult. So they weren't like huge, way out there costumes. But I still like. But what were they? Well, so like I loved dressing as Dracula. That that always was a big hit for me. And of course, I loved this. Um, and I know I've told this story on the show before. I loved this, like mixture mask thing that you mix up and you put on your face and it made you look like a horrible scary monster but it like shrunk and got attached to my face and I had an allergic reaction it was a whole thing but that was I think that was one of my favorites I loved it and and I loved like one year I dressed up in high school freshman in high school I dressed up as like a bloody uh, doctor like surgeon or something I had like scrubs on I thought well this would be easy I can go to school it'd be no big deal and they sent me home they're like you can't wear a costume and so I could, I was like, oh. and I was appalled. You know, I mean, you know us. It's like Halloween. It's like, don't, don't touch Halloween. Don't mess with Halloween. And this is my first year in high school. And they were like, oh, we don't allow costumes. I was like, why even go to school then? So that, that was my worst memory of costume. What's your favorite costume? Uh, my favorite costume, when I think to myself, as a child, of course, I loved 
you know, so I had some generic ones too. That was part and parcel of growing up in the 80s yeah. for having Halloween. You know, you'd be a pirate or you'd be Dracula. I was those things too, and I was a, one of the best. Well, I didn't say I wasn't one of the best, but yeah. <laughs> I assumed you were. I thought it went without saying. I was the biggest and you were the, one best. Of the best. You both were tied, different ends of the town. For <laughs> We were the biggest and the best. Well, we had those. Uh, I remember being really little. I remember the picture of me and an Ernie from Sesame Street costume. We had, you know, the plastic mask. Oh, and yeah. The, you know, the, the plastic uh, smock or whatever from Sesame Street. Now, I had one of those, too. I, it, I may have been Bert. I have to see if I can find that picture. That'd be hilarious. Oh, that yes. You need to look and see. Uh and I remember that, uh, getting a little bit older when I was in fourth grade. Oh, well, I know third grade, I guess. I guess it was third grade. I was Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. And fourth grade, I believe it was fourth grade, I was Elvis. And at some point, this must have been, I guess, the next, I don't know. I, uh, whenever Batman Returns was, I was the Penguin. And I remember going to a church Halloween party as the Joker in 1989, and I had one of those, like you had the stuff glued to your face. There was some kind of Joker makeup, and it just dried up and cracked and was horribly (laughs) painful and was so annoying. And I had to, you know, I went into the bathroom and washed it off in the middle of the party because it was just... But it just hurt. It hurt, yeah. Kendall. Why do they do that to the children? I don't but know. those are some of my favorite costume memories, Kendall, when I think to myself. We must have recalled that stuff that we both put on our face. That's why we can't find anymore. Probably. Well, um, that's like me now with this Tin Man makeup on, I'm afraid. But this moves a lot better than that stuff did in the 80s, I admit. I do have some tips, though, on some uh, ways that you can... Pump up your uh, Halloween costume this year. Make it a little, uh, make it a little cooler. Dresses the fawns. Dresses the fawns. Or you know, one one of my tips truly is to go with a group, like like we're doing. Well, like me and Mrs. Yeah. Potter Butter Butterturn and Mr. Snodbottom are doing this year. You know, dress up as a as a group theme so you can all go together. Well, I could go with you. We could just say I was the oven. You could stay behind us a few feet. We don't, we don't want to mess up the look. No, I'm kidding. Of course, I'm going to go with Funky and Opie. They're getting candy. <laughs> I don't know if that. I don't know if that goes with their costumes either. But sure, um, Cliff. You can also like a lot of people. You know, you think, oh, I've got to get the biggest and best and coolest outfit. You yes. can go to the thrift store and put pieces together. You can go to the craft, the dollar store. You can craft things. You can make it yourself. Like, one really fun outfit that I saw when I was doing research for this show is someone had dressed up in a full gray sweatsuit, and they had cut out little things where they had stuck, like, the kidney, the heart. They were, like, the operation game, and they had a red clown nose. And I thought, that's fun. That is fun. You know, it's a time to let people even... Uh, I get, uh, you know, this may contradict. I forget the first half of the show. Did I, did I say we should attack people if their costumes are wrong? Because maybe we should... Just live and let live and you know, say Halloween is a time for people to be creative, even if you think the way their creativity manifests is annoying and stupid. Just let them be. And I'm not saying that operation it was let that. It be. was not. It wasn't. But other things, maybe. You know, people were just dumb stuff. and uh, Just things you just can't, you know. They're, uh, uh, you know I don't want to call anybody out in case anybody listening is warned. 
it's something really stupid. But you know, you know what I'm talking about, listeners, right? You know what I'm talking about. Uh, uh, oh! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Good, Cliff. If you are in a cold area, like like it used to be when we were kids growing up, don't in fall, you remember cold areas? That's like that's something we got to talk do. about. <laughs> like like a uh, cable TV and Betamax recorders and things that just are <laughs> out of touch with today and the youth don't well, know it would it would just get cold and you know you have to make sure that you're, you're not like in bare feet like you have to make sure that your halloween costume is appropriate for the the climate you're in right don't go as a barefoot hobo or as somebody you know well did jesus so he was basically barefoot a lot don't go as jesus in a cold climate i or, probably had sandals on oh but still <laughs> that sounds cold you need to go as a winter jesus you know how when all the batman movies used to come out as a kid they'd put out a bunch of batman variant action figures you know wearing costumes that he just did mm-hmm. not wear in the movie and sometimes it would be like arctic batman and his costume would be all <laughs> white or something you know like like that just for no re- like no reason would batman have a costume like this but i'm saying that's what you're gonna have to do if you're thinking i'm really feeling like going as jesus this year but it's very cold you're gonna have to go as arctic jesus with some fur blind <laughs> boots on arctic jesus i love it and instead of a crown of thorns, you're going to need a nice woolen hat of thorns. I think that that sounds nice and toasty. Doesn't it, though? <laughs> nice woolen, <laughs> woolen thorns. So, Cliff, you know, also you can have a backstory for your costume. I think this is important. So when people, because, you know, if people are like, what are you? You want to have a good story to tell them, you know? <laughs> what so, are you? <laughs> <laughs> well, because, you know, maybe you don't hit it off perfectly. People see they're like, they don't know exactly what you are. So make sure you have a good story to go along with your costume. And a good backstory can also help, like, with a mismatched costume. Or, or like, if you wore the same costume from an earlier year, you make up a story and say, oh, it's this now. It's something different. It's this now. It's something different. I could go around making this sound and say I'm the dinger from Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast in this 10-man outfit. There's an idea. There's an idea. There's an idea. Oh, I'm going to just go in uh, as a belch from Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. (laughs) That's that's too close to home, Kendall. You need to stretch (laughs) a little bit. A belch and a dinger. See, that's a group costume. (laughs) (laughs) That's, there you go. One without the other may not make any sense. But Never one without the Any other. other costume tips, Kendall? Should people listen to their inner child or their outer child if they're a parent of children? Well, they can do both. You can listen to inner and outer childs. Uh, you can, um, uh, you know, and have a lot of props. Bring a lot of props with you. Not, not swords like we were talking about earlier. Right. But you have all kind of props you bring with you, and it just gives you more things to hold and talk about and do. You know, especially if you're going as Carrot Top, you're going to want a lot of props. You're going to you. want a lot of props. Maybe yeah. a rolling suitcase of props. You probably need two rolling suitcases if you're dressing as Carrot Top. One for the props and one for the candy, candy, candy. I love that idea. I might go as Carrot Top next year. Give it your all, Cliff. That's that's my number one costume tip right there. You know, don't... Don't half-ass it. Really bring your A-game if you're going to dress up. 
I only laugh because I, I, listeners, I admit, other than tonight, I brought my A game has done already been brought in Kindle <laughs> tonight. I have, I am the Tin Man. If I only had a heart, well, I could tell you why. But I oftentimes, you know, I just think, why? You know, if I'm not going to a party where I'm going to be seen by a lot of industry types or <laughs> win a big, uh, you know, cash purse, I don't go that crazy because I don't want to just sit there in a lot of makeup. Like tonight, I did it for the rehearsal for the kids. Yeah. You know, I'm a sucker for the. <laughs> trick-or-treaters so i did it for them for their benefit but uh, if i'm just going to somebody's house for a party like i will dress up as something but i i can't promise that i'm gonna be you know ready for the runway you know even if i dress as one of those skinny alien looking models well clifton that tip is for you always bring your oh, a-game yeah. <laughs> don't half ass it because you don't know when an industry professional is going to be there and you don't even know they're there. And they're like, whoa, look at that it's costume. True. He really half-assed that. I'm not calling him. <laughs> but if, if you brought I your don't A-game, even know. you're like, who is that over there? And I need some I need some more information, more costume tips. Where can I find them? And you can be like, Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. I get, uh, you do have me there. You got me there, Kendall. You got me there. When I got you, I got you. <laughs> Oh, well, anything else about costumes, about trick-or-treating? Any, do you have any specifically beloved trick-or-treating memories for, as a child or an adult? Well, I mean, it's really the same memory over and over and over again. Of candy, candy, you know, candy. And candy, candy, candy. Being so excited to go out and then, you know, you go and it was just, I don't know. There was something magical in the air at Halloween. I mean, that's that's why we're such huge Halloween fans. But just going around and then coming home and having your huge bag of candy and sitting on the floor and just eating candy until you puke, watching Hocus Pocus and Ernie Scared Stupid. I mean, that's that's where it's at. That's where it's at, Kendo. When pressed, I'd have to say that is where it's at. You're right. Well, it is. It is, it is. Well, it's been a wonderful show about trick-or-treating, Kendall. Uh, it has been. Uh, I mean, uh, if our listeners were like, I need some tips on trick-or-treating, they came to the right place this week. Uh, oh, definitely. I just have one last thing to say. Uh-oh. Just wait till next year, Kendall. You'll see. Next year at this same time, I'll find a pumpkin patch that's real sincere. And I'll sit in that pumpkin patch until the great pumpkin appears. He'll rise out of that pumpkin patch and he'll fly through the air with his bag of toys. The great pumpkin will appear and I'll be waiting for him. I'll be there. I'll be sitting there in that pumpkin patch and I'll see the great pumpkin. Just wait and see, Kendall. And I'll get a rock. Oh, I've got a rock. Speaking of, how about a reprise of my new single? Open up your treat sack. Open up your treat sack. I'm ready for a midnight snack, so open up your treat sack. Oh, let's get some treats and, and hit it, Cliff. Hit it. Oh, let's so What am I gonna do with all these nuts?
collection. Fine. The time has come for inspection. No, sorry, what? Lay your treats out for all to see. No, sorry, what? Then just leave the rest to me. Open up your treats sack, open up your treats sack. I'm ready for a midnight snack, so open up your treats sack. Open up your treats sack, open up your treats sack. I'm ready for a midnight snack, so open up your treats sack. Open up, y'all. Open up, y'all. Open up, y'all. Open up, y'all. Uh, I did not follow that.